Hello, my love. Welcome to the podcast where we speak about nurturing ourselves in the loveliest ways. Hence, Lovely Nurtured. I'm so honored to share about healing hormones from a holistic perspective and the beauty of natural birth. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to talk about what I'm going to talk about on the podcast today. It was kind of an epiphany that I had um, as I was just thinking today, and I've been thinking about it the past couple of days, and I've learned there's a big difference between things that in my brain I had always thought of as being merged, and that is there's a difference between balancing your hormones and supporting your hormones. When you balance your hormones, you have to do a lot more work. It takes a lot more effort. But when you support your hormones, that means they're already in balance and you're just doing things, obviously, to support them. Um, And I think the world of social media is really preaching and just talking so much about supporting your hormones But for actual change, the hormones need to be balanced. Um, And I think it's funny because there was like this reel that went viral that I saw. And it was talking about if you want your hormones to be balanced, then you need to not make your bed in the morning so that your sheets can air out from the night. And it just kind of made me laugh a little bit because I was like, Someone who has hormonal acne or fertility problems or they're missing their period or something or whatever, them leaving their bed unmade is not going to balance their hormones. I guarantee it. There's so many other things with those bigger chronic illnesses that need to happen before they can see those lasting big changed results that they're looking for. Um, And I think one of the most important things is getting your hormones checked and getting your hormone levels checked. And this can be really confusing, especially because there are so many different ones. Um, But I wanted to kind of just go through, if this is you, if you're someone who needs to balance their hormones and you need to get blood work done, first off, I would recommend going and meeting with a holistic, naturopathic, functional medicine doctor because they will really dig deep into that. Um, whereas normal Western medicine doctors just kind of do the bare minimum. So I would go to someone who really goes in deep with the hormones and then I would get them tested. And a couple days ago, I was researching about hormones and I found some cool things that I thought might be helpful for someone out there. So I just want to go through a few of the important hormones and just some very basic understanding of what they even do in the body um, for women and also for fertility. So the first hormone I want to go over is progesterone. Now, this is a really, really important hormone. Um, It prepares the endometrium lining of the uterus for a fertilized egg to implant and grow. So I like to think of progesterone like the soil for pregnancy. When you have strong soil, that means you have a strong pregnancy. So when people have low progesterone, 
it is very often for miscarriages to happen. So we have that strong soil, strong pregnancy, which prevents that miscarriage. Um, So it's really important to make sure you have enough progesterone. I am a little bit uneducated on too much progesterone. I don't even think that's really a thing. I think 90% of the time it is there's too little. So we want that progesterone to be at a healthy level because it really supports that lining of the uterus and helps support against miscarriages. The next one that everybody knows that I want to talk about, testosterone. So this one I feel like is well known because too much is really closely associated with PCOS, which so many of us women have, including myself. Um, And what what PCOS does is it produces follicles on the ovaries, and often people will call it the diabetes of the ovaries. Um, But testosterone is still important. Females still need this in the body um, because it aids in muscle, muscle growth. It gets rid of unwanted body fat, so it helps with the metabolism, and it does aid in reproductive health. But um, so PCOS is what happens when there's too much testosterone. When there's too little, then that can lead to no libido, low energy, and low muscle mass. The next one that I wanted to talk about is estrogen. Estrogen is the ovulation queen. So if you have an absent period, you also have an absent ovulation, which means estrogen could also be low. So other causes of low estrogen, um, painful sex, hot flashes, night sweats, um, and this is what occurs in perimenopause and menopause is that estrogen dips. And so especially for young women who are in their fertile years, you definitely want to make sure your estrogen is at a healthy level so that um, you're able to ovulate so that you can have your period. If you don't ovulate, it's really hard to have your period or you can be having your period and not be ovulating. So um, another cool thing that estrogen does is it makes it easier for you to get pregnant by thinning your cervical mucus so that your so that the sperm can swim fast. This is really interesting. Um, testing out your cervical mucus is something that you can do to also see when you ovulated because as that estrogen gets higher, that means you're ovulating. And so many times women for natural birth control will test their cervical mucus. So they'll reach with their fingers up through their vagina into their cervix, pull out some of that that uh, fluid and see how clear and sticky it is. And you can Google search things online more about that if you just check cervical mucus. Um, it's really quite fascinating um, and it's a completely natural way of birth control. Um, So another cool thing that estrogen does is it assists in strengthening the uterus and maintains the eggs inside female ovaries. So it really assists in making the seed for your garden nice and healthy, kind of going back to that garden analogy that I said with progesterone. Progesterone is a strong soil. Estrogen is a strong seed in the garden. We want high quality seeds. Um, If anybody's gardeners out there, when you go to the store to start your garden, it's always so fun to get the nicer, higher organic seeds that you know are going to work very well versus just the 15 cent 
corner of the store seeds. So we want good estrogen levels so that we have those high quality seeds, um, which is the eggs in the female ovaries. Okay, the next couple that I wanted to just go over really quickly are cortisol. Now, cortisol is a hormone. Many people understand what cortisol is because it is the stress hormone and it's made in the adrenal glands. Cortisol regulates immunity, the metabolism, and energy. And like many of us know, cortisol is what activates the fight or flight in us. Um, so it's really important to have healthy levels of cortisol because consistently elevated, elevated levels of cortisol will lead to chronic stress. So something that I, how I like to think of this is going back to that garden analogy. We need cortisol in the body. We don't want to have none, um, but we don't want to have too much. So I like to think of it back to that garden, like a garden guard. We want the guard to come in and check on the garden every now and then and make sure it's safe, but we don't want it there too much. That chronic stress always there, alarms blaring, sounding, like that's not what we want. We want the garden to still be peaceful and quiet and serene. So that's how I like to think of cortisol. We want that cortisol in a healthy level, not too much and not too little. Um, and then just two other ones really quickly. There's tons of hormones, but DHEAs also made in the adrenal glands and they are what help produce testosterone and estrogen. So if we don't have enough DHEAs, then we won't be able to produce that estrogen and that testosterone. And then lastly, sex hormone binding globulin. Now this is what transports hormones to where they need to go and it does it in a really safe way. Um, and it mainly transports testosterone, testosterone. And so it really just manages that testosterone in the body. So I thought these were all really important um, blood work markers that I would definitely consider getting tested when getting your blood work done, when your goal is to balance your hormones. Now, let's say you've already done that or you don't really have um, hormonal problems, which probably is very, very few people, then yes, I think doing those fun little things that Instagram and TikTok and everywhere suggests things like getting the morning sun and and doing yoga and going on walks and eating organic but I think it's also really important to validate and take accountability for educating people on those things that you are going to need to take bigger steps especially if you're dealing with really big hormonal problems like PCOS, like infertility, uh, like hormonal acne, things like that, you are going to need to take steps to balance those hormones. Just eating organic and just doing yoga isn't going to make your period come back or cause you to get pregnant and keep the pregnancy. It's really all about um, just balancing those hormones and getting them all in the right levels. Um, and I wish I would have learned this a little bit earlier or someone would have been a little bit more vocal about it versus just trying to push a trendy reel in my face to get more followers. So I hope that this was educational for you. If you have any questions, DM me on my Instagram at lovely.nurtured. I'd love to answer them. 
and I hope you all have a great rest of your day and happy hormones. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it and leave feeling a little bit more empowered. As always, leave a review and DM me on my Instagram with any questions at lovely.nurtured. And remember, this is not medical advice. Always talk to your doctor. Have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you next time.